This is episode number 88 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we are here to both educate you and to entertain you as well with all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at Middle Country Public Library. We have a very spookalicious show Mm. ahead for you today. We're, we're, We're continuing with the... Halloween month theme. Sure. You know, since uh, most of us have been celebrating Halloween since what, like second week of August? <laughs> yeah, they start putting out mm-hmm. the decorations. So we're going to jump right in. You mm-hmm. both have in your segments, you're both going to talk about something spooky. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, Nicole, what is your spooky segment for this week? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm talking about the 13 frightfully good YA horror novels. And this is brought to you by a new website oh my goodness i know i have found a new one <laughs> it's called brightly Ooh. um yeah so just a little bit about brightly before i get into it um it was founded in 2014 by a small team of passionate bookworms and parents and it's a resource to help moms dads and educators grow lifelong readers um it was launched in partnership with Peng- penguin random house mm. Um, so, and it has book recommendations from all publishers though. Cause sometimes like that is like, that's why I wanted to tell you about the website before I like got into mm-hmm. it. So you can know that cause sometimes you're like, oh, well that's why all of these books are from one publisher or like <laughs> yeah. the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yes. it's good. It's good to know the background of whatever yeah, sure. resource that sure. you're looking at. Um, that goes across the board for anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Adults. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whenever you're like researching something, just like it's a good practice to just see where that information is coming from. Like, mm-hmm. who's supporting it? Who's doing this research? Like, is it an in house right. study? Because then, right. you know, you this might... poll shows that yeah. Sarah Fade is the most liked librarian <laughs> in FCPL, sponsored by Sarah Fade. Yeah. <laughs> like, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's like just good literacy, you know, information literacy, which is like one of the core components of librarianship. So, right. uh, yeah, so there you that's go. Nice. <laughs> That would be a good study, though. I'm going to isolate that audio. That's going on the pad over here. Okay, so that's Brightly. So that's the um, list that I'm getting this from. So these, according to Brightly, then, these are the 13 uh, most frightfully good YA novels. Is that why you're wearing a Brightly t-shirt and a Brightly hat and you have a Brightly t-shirt? I'm just kidding. I'm I'm trying. I'm I'm trying. One of these places is going to sponsor me. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Put it out there. All right. So the first one is Slasher Girls and Monster Boys. Have you read this? We have this in ebook. It's a horror anthology. Oh, nice, nice. Um, and it's edited by the author of Wink Poppy Midnight and Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea. And it brings together some of the most incredible voices in YA horror. So unsettling supernatural to disturbingly plausible realism, Slasher Girls and Monster Boys is the best way to get a taste of everything that YA horror has to offer. Nice. So we have that in ebook. Undead Girl Gang by Lily Anderson. I just want this because the cover is like a jean jacket with like these pins and I love pins <laughs> and I have like a jacket with pins just like that. Uh, Mila's best friend is found dead alongside the two meanest girls in their school. She can't believe the explanation that her friend was involved in a suicide pack. So she temporarily brings the three girls back to life in order to solve their murder. All three girls have unfinished business. And Mila's going to have to wrangle them in order to solve their murder before the killer finds new victims. Ooh, That sounds good. Next one, Shudder by Courtney Alameda. And the cover is terrifying. Ooh. I don't know. I, I think that's see? like a spooky cover to me. Oh, that is yeah. spooky. Yeah, that, that's 
You see that in the middle of the night when you open your eyes in the dark? That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a scary cover. Uh, Mich- Michelin is one of the last remaining descendants of the Van Helsing lineage, trained as an exorcist of both corporeal, did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And spiritual monsters. What's the, what, I'm sorry, what's the, the character's name? Michelin. Michelin? Michelin. Like okay. the tire? Yeah, that's what it looks okay, like. Michelin, Michelin. Right. You know when I always said Hermione's name wrong when I was reading the books growing up? What'd you say? I said Hermione. Yeah, I think that was something like that. And it wasn't until the... Uh, no, I listened to one of the books on audio. Yes. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Really? Because I was like, he's yeah. saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were there. <laughs> it's Hermione. Yeah. I always thought it was Harry Pooter, but... <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, but that doesn't protect her from her being infected with a curse of her own. As her father starts hunting her down, Micheline must hunt and exercise one of the most powerful monsters she's ever faced before it destroys her entirely. Her father? Yeah. Oh, my it's goodness. hunting her. That actually sounds pretty good. I know. Next one is The Coldest Girl in Cold Town by Holly Black, who is pretty well-known author, Holly Black. She mm-hmm. writes a lot of yeah. like, supernatural stuff like that. Yeah. This, the book is, uh, the book, the cover is also pretty, um, I feel like I've seen this cover everywhere. Mm. It's like the, the hand cover. Yeah. I don't know. Popular. The next one is The Merciless by Danielle Vega. This is actually a series. So this is book one in a three-part series. Love uh, trilogies. Yeah. Diary of a Haunting by M. Verano. Um, we have all of these uh, books. Either ebook or print. Yes. Blood and Salt by Kim Leggett. Um, and I believe when I was searching, this is like another book as well. So make sure you get the one by Kim Leggett. That's in YA because there's an like adult one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's tracing her missing mother back to the religious cult she escaped. And it seems like Ash's only lead. But when she arrives in Quivara, Kansas, her mother is nowhere to be found. And she's instantly plagued by memories of her ancestor. Memories filled with murder, alchemy, and hints of immortality. Ooh. Yeah. I have to say it's it's pretty impressive how there's been a evolution in horror writing horror movies they're much more cerebral now and much mm-hmm. more like there's a the backstory goes mm-hmm. way in depth fathers hunting daughters yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and cults and stuff like that when i was a kid it was just you know ooh, spooky monster coming yeah, through yeah, the door yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. like uh, the stories to tell in the dark or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah 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 now it's a little bit more Interesting. Mm. Uh, Ten by Gretchen McNeil. And this is a young adult twist on Agatha Christie's classic murder mystery, And Then There Were None. Ah. It brings ten privileged teens to a remote island for a party, only <laughs> to start being murdered one by one as an act of vengeance. <laughs> the Monstrumologist, which I spelled wrong, so just just put it in however you think it's spelled and it'll autocorrect for you. <laughs> it'll come up as an option. <laughs> did, you, did you mean this? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's by Rick Yancey, mm-hmm. and I would I would read that just because of the title. I think that's an awesome mm-hmm. title. The Forest of Hands and Teeth. This that's is another one. series. Did you read it? Uh, well, that is... by Carrie Ryan. Yeah, that's it's. It looks mm. creepy. It sounds creepy. I mean, the Forest of Hands and Teeth. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> 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 There's someone inside your house by Stephanie Perkins, and House of Furies by Madeline Rue. So, and The Name of the Star by Maureen Johnson. And this oh. is about uh, Jack the Ripper copycat. I read that. That was not scary. No. But I would was... it be scary for like a teen? No. You think? No. Okay. I, it was good. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was frightfully good, but it was good. Yeah. I would say okay. it's more like supernatural than scary. Oh, okay. So it's, a, it's on the right list, but it's not, don't expect to be scared. Right. 
That's the same thing I um because I really wanted to read there's someone inside your house. I thought the cover looked really cool mm-hmm. and stuff, but I was and I was reading some reviews and they kind of said the same thing. It yeah. wasn't really that scary. Um, it's actually like, kind of like a romance. It's like a, the romance ghost romance. No, they're oh. humans. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. there's but, someone inside your house yeah. and they're falling in love. <laughs> yeah, like okay. Yeah, no, I yeah, I would read that, but um, no. <laughs> but no, when I found out there was more romantical, then I was like, oh, no, I'm definitely gonna read this. <laughs> but, yeah. A stalker romance. Yeah. Sorry, it's not funny. But. All right. So, so that's uh, pretty cool. So yeah. that's from Brightly, and we'll put that list on, on the show notes page. Yes. Very cool. Thanks, Nicole. You're welcome. And Sarah, what is your spooky segment? So I'm just going to talk about a few of the top certified fresh scary movies listed by Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So that's like Rotten Tomatoes. You know, we've used that before on this podcast where they sort of compile reviews and they get this sort of rotten tomato percentage out of 100 percent and certified is is what it's over 75 i think yeah so are you ready yes okay now these are adult so i have not seen like a children's one here um the devil's candy is the first one that is released in september and here we go ready have you heard of this movie? No, it sounds delicious. Yes. Well, as Devil's candy, candy would be, yeah. <laughs> a not-so-average family wrestles with Satan in a house from hell in this heavy metal charge shocker. Die-hard metalhead and struggling artist Jesse moves with his wife and daughter to a middle-of-nowhere Texas town where you know bad things are going to happen. Yeah, in the, Texas. In the middle of nowhere, Texas. Unaware that the new Where's house... The, um, the chainsaw, right? Yeah, Texas. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Then the name. <laughs> <laughs> all, you know that. Uh... Yeah. yeah. So all, all listeners in Texas, yeah. uh, the email address to <laughs> Nicole. At, no. um, okay, wait. Unaware that the new house they got for an unbelievable deal comes with a grisly history. Disturbing demonic goings on culminate with the appearance of Ray. He's the home's former resident. Ray. And he's here to do the devil's. <laughs> and Ray. It's Ray. What a name. Grizzly things. And Ray. And Ray. Okay. Uh, so the next movie we have is Split with James McAvoy. That was a trilogy. Cool. Right? So I'm not going to tell you what that's about because. That's uh, M. Night, right? Right. Right. Okay. So that's the first one in that trilogy. So the next one is called The Eyes of My Mother. Okay. So have you heard <gasps> oh, of that? Is this the one about where the eyes of the mother come out and they, <laughs> they're all around the, the floor? They're all, yes. <laughs> they're all on the floor. Okay. So this <clears throat> is rated R for disturbing violent content, right? So uh, every. Okay, let me just say this right now. If you want to buy a house that's cheap and secluded, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's no reason no. to. Okay. Because so, there's going to be a ghost. <laughs> named Ray. <laughs> named Ray. Yes. Okay. In their secluded farmhouse, a mother, formerly a surgeon in Portugal, teaches her daughter, Francesca, to understand anatomy and to be unfazed by death. But after a shocking event that shatters their idyllic life, the young girl must cope with the nightmarish repercussions that echo into adulthood. As she matures, it becomes clear that this beautiful but dangerous young woman has a, some very peculiar desires. And I did see this. And you think it is very, very... Disturbingly violent content. <laughs> um, it was good, but, you know, uh, it was different. And if you like sort of... Obviously, there's a... There's is it a... gory for the sake of being gory? No, or it's it... not gory. It's creepy. Okay. 
It's creepy. So when you're done watching it, you're going to want to take like a shower or something and just be like. Or go outside in the sunshine. <laughs> yeah, right. Where there's people. Yes. Have some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So the next one is called Mayhem. Now, what's interesting about this movie is 85% Rotten Tomatoes certified. Okay. Okay. And for the Walking Dead fans, it has um, Steve, you're not in it. Ooh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's I'm not gonna say anything about Walking Dead, but um, sure. but he's in. I love him. So real quickly, mm-hmm. when a corporate law office is quarantined after exposure to a dangerous virus that makes the infected lose their inhibitions, a recently fired employee and a wrong client must battle their way to the executive level level before time runs out. Now, we can only imagine. We can only imagine what happens. inhibitions. Yeah. So. The Love Witch is the next one. That's 95% certified. When did this come out? This came out in March. Really? And we have it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's see. This it says it's not rated. There's no there's no rating for this. Oh, those are usually really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Elaine, a beautiful young witch, is determined to find a man to love her. You'd think that would be easy yeah. for a beautiful young That's witch. That's a witch. Yeah. In her gothic Victorian apartment, she makes spells and potions and picks up men and seduces them. Okay. However, her spells work too well, and she ends up with a string of hapless victims. When she finally meets the man of her dreams, her desperation to be loved will drive her to the brink of insanity is this, and murder. Is this a horror movie or a, or a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a romantic comedy. It does, but it's but it's here, and it's 95%. All right. Great. Yeah. Cool. So we have It, the new It. Yes. Part one. Part one. When part two is going to be, what, a few months we'll probably see part yes. two come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, Train to Busan. Now, this is a foreign movie. This actually is recent, right? I feel like this sounds familiar to me. Well, this is um, is also on Netflix, but okay. we do have it here. And let me tell you, it's a zombie movie. It's from South Korea. Okay. South Korean zombie film. Now is, there, think- is, there, is there a little bias there, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> that you're saying that this is a great movie? 93% certified. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not like... A zombies horrify me. Okay, like, so you that's won't watch my it. thing. Well, I saw it and I was like, "Well, it's all right. Let's let, let's take a look into this because you know zombies have been done before, right? Yeah, yeah. It was very good. It was different how they did it because okay. it was on the train. You're thinking, well, you know, yeah. it was good. So, and the the summary is right. A sentence: While a zombie virus breaks out in South Korea, a couple of passengers struggle to survive on the train from Seoul to Busan, and that's oh, basically okay. it. So it's it's quick. It's action packed. Oh, that's why no Busan. Because, <laughs> all right, forget it. <laughs> but I'm bum bum. Yeah. That's like the foodie capital of South Korea. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, very yeah. good. Um, Is there food in the movie? For the zombies. <laughs> for the zombies. For the zombies. Um, raw. Uh-huh. Okay, that's uh, foreign. Also, ninety-two percent. Okay. We have the monster. Okay. That has Scott Speedman in it for all you Felicity fans. Now, is that a is that a, a new take on Frankenstein or no? The monster. Because that's what they called Frankenstein in, you know, didn't Mary Shelley call him the monster? Because Dr. Frankenstein created the monster. Monster, yeah. And I don't think so. All right. That's okay. <laughs> just, it just was a for, good idea. Um, yeah, but it looks like it's an actual... It's an actual monster. physical monster. That's yeah. not that's not the Doctor Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. All right. What are you gonna do? Yeah, we can put the trailer up for that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Just throw that one out there. I'll throw it in there. Uh, the Limehouse Column with Bill Nighy. That's British. We have okay. that. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh my with, goodness. That has Emil Hirsch in it. Yeah. We have that. 
Um, what else? The Void. That only got seventy eight percent, but uh, I saw that too. We do have it. It was good. It was uh, it's creepy. Okay. Another sci fi creepy movie. Let me ask you this, yeah. because you are into horror movies. Yeah. I am not, so you're the expert here. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that the foreign horror movies are different, better, worse, intense, more intense, less intense than the American ones? Okay. Because I feel before you get into this, yeah. I feel like the American. Uh, horror makers take a lot of the foreign movies and remake them, right? I mean, they the Ring was with, a remake, right? Yeah, was remake. A, and there's a there was a there's slew a, of a like slew Japanese of them, yeah. exactly. Yes. So do they, they do it? Do they do it better? Be honest. <laughs> you know, it's different because I find for for whatever reason, I'm sure a lot of people have done like their theses on this theses on this, but like a lot of Asian horror tend to be. Extreme, like ex- I think there's a the the um production was like Extreme Asia that distributes like okay. they're extremely like graphic and violent yes. and gory really. and it, okay. it's like it takes you to a next level where you're like oh my god yeah. like you know so kind of th- those are the kind of movies that you watch like knowing that you're in for a little bit of a ride yes yes and then I find like that European horror films are like thinking horror like. Okay. There's okay. sort of there's like cerebral a little bit later. a little okay. bit and then um, there's a lot of cannibalism for some reason I find in, in European because they're into food you know yeah. it's delicious maybe delicious food um, so I, I do think that there are different types okay yeah for sure but 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 there are obviously different types but if you had to choose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. between an American horror film original or uh-huh. a foreign horror film which one do you think you would pick if the, if you, you could only choose one of them. Like, what would you say, based on your your you know your likes and dislikes when it comes to horror movies? Because uh, I think the listeners will trust, since you're so into horror movies, they will trust your opinion here. Okay, depending on on my mood. Yeah. If I don't want to think, I will pick an American horror for that, fun. That says a lot. Yeah. yeah, and then if I want to be grossed out, I would maybe peruse the Asian. Yeah. And then if I want like. You know, so pretty much what you, pretty much how you described it. I would probably yeah. go for an Asian one, be- just because like they they tend to like they have a lot of because it's so culturally ingrained. Well, brings a lot of culture into their um, stories, so you're like, oh, you know, what it's I mean, a, it's interesting. It makes it interesting. It, it brings it to a different level, and like I said, and then they they tend to go crazy. Like I don't know what it <laughs> where you're just like, oh, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cool. if I'm just like the cabin, um, was it cabin in the woods? The cabin yeah. in the woods, like that yeah. was great. That was like one of the best American horror movies. Okay. It wasn't like that scary, but it was that was really good. It was it was a twist. Like mm-hmm. I would put that up there for All American. Right. Yeah, cool, neat. Anyway, anyway, so there's the, the whole big list. You guys can find it on Rotten Tomatoes, and we'll put we'll put a link in the yeah, show list. and we have a lot of them. So awesome, yeah. Well, that's great, and that does it for this week's episode of the Spooky Segments. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, Mm -hmm. visit our website, mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. With an S. Yes, with an S. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Or go to our Podbean site, mcplpodcast.com, and it's there and only there that you can interact with us. There's a comment section, so you can go to the actual episode. You can go to this episode, Mm -hmm. click on it, and say, Sarah, I agree with you, (laughs) right there. So uh, definitely check that out. And uh, if you have a movie or a book 
or a topic that you want us to cover, absolutely email us, podcast at mcplibrary. I'm sorry, mcplibrary.org. Mm-hmm. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo, and we will see you on the next show.